the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tuning in uh, again. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. My name is Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be praying for your prayer requests and just seeking the Lord for His power, for His desire, for all that He desires to do. So let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege, that we would be able to be in your presence tonight, Lord. I just pray for this next hour, Lord. I pray that you would fill this next hour, Lord, with your power, with your strength, with your peace and your grace and your hope, Lord. Lord, no matter what situation we're in, no matter what we're going through, there's always hope in you, Lord. Your word tells us that you'll never leave us, you'll never forsake us, you're always with us, you're never far. So I thank you, Lord, and I pray that you'd bless your people tonight, all those who are listening tonight, Lord, whether they're in their cars or at home, in front of a computer, or listening on a smartphone, Lord, you know each and every life, and I just pray, Father, for your grace, your mercy, your power, and your strength, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour. And we are a live program. Uh, We'll be taking your calls. So if you have a prayer request, if you have a need you want to bring, just bring before the Lord. I invite you, I encourage you to call in tonight with your prayer requests. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995. Nine nine five 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 two for your prayer requests. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, stand in a gap. Stand up for for those that you know who need prayer. We're going to stand in a gap in just a second because we need prayer. Uh, my family, our, uh, our our extended family, we we need your prayers. Uh, last week, I went home from the radio station here and uh, wasn't home very long and got a phone call. From, uh, from Angelo, my brother-in-law, that uh, Valerie wasn't doing too well. She'd stopped breathing. By the time we got to the house, the paramedics were there, and not long after that, they pronounced that she went home to be with the Lord. So we want to pray for Angelo. We want to pray for for, da- for Daniel. We want to pray for Angelo, for Daniel, for Denise and, and Nicole, that God's peace would be upon them. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, that we can come before you in every situation and in every circumstance. We thank you, Bogodale, for the salvation that's in Jesus Christ so that we would know, we can know and be assured that when we leave this world, Lord, we close our eyes in this world and we open our eyes in your kingdom. And you're the first person we see, Lord. And you welcome us into your kingdom. So I thank you for that assurance, Lord. And let that assurance be our peace. Let that be our comfort, Lord. To know that Valerie is with you, safe in your arms. But I pray, Lord, that you would comfort Yeso, Denise, Nicole, Daniel. 
Lord, that you'd bless the family and comfort the family. You said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. They're blessed, Lord, because you are their comfort. You're all of our comfort, Lord. We know. We know that we can rest in you, Lord. And I pray, Lord, I pray, Lord, your peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for for praying with us. Thank you for praying for us. Uh, uh, I'm very grateful for all the support we've 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 received this week from from some of Tim. So we just thank you. Again, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program, and we're ready to take your calls. If you have a need, if you know somebody who has a need. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know the Bible tells us in Jeremiah twenty nine, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. God will be found by you. You will find the Lord when you seek him with all your heart, when you seek him. It says, I will be found by you when? When you search for me, when you seek me, you will find me. When you search for me with all your heart. Well, part of the, one way of searching for him is picking up that phone and calling in for prayer and saying, Sammy, we need prayer. I want to pray about this or I want to pray about that. There's a loved one in the hospital. There's a loved one suffering. Somebody I know hasn't, hasn't given their life to the Lord. And we want to pray for them. Let's pray. Let's stand in the gap for those who need prayer. Let's stand in the gap for what you need. Whatever's on your heart tonight you want to bring before the Lord. Call in with your prayer request. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. What about your Bible questions? Do you have a Bible question tonight? You know, we were talking uh, uh, yesterday about what Jesus was uh, uh, writing in the sand when, uh, when they brought the woman caught in adultery and they wanted to stone her. And Jesus was writing something in the sand and it, 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 it convicted whoever was there and it, you know, was, they changed, you know, they, they all left. Well, what was he writing in the sand? Well, we don't know. We don't know what he was writing in the sand. And you, you can, you can, uh, you know, you can imagine so many different things that he could have been writing in the sand. And I was saying, what a great thing it was that, that the Bible doesn't tell us what he was writing in the sand, because it gives opportunity now to, for the Lord to inspire whatever, for sermons, for preachings, for teachings. You know, you can, you could say maybe he was writing the names of the Pharisees and maybe he was writing a date in the sand of, of their, uh, of their indiscretions or, or their sins. Maybe he was, who knows what he was writing, but it gives ability now because of that omission, to inspire men to preach the Lord's word, to to just put down on paper what the Lord inspires them from that one scripture. He gives the opportunity for thousands of different types, for thousands of different sermons. So instead of telling us what he did write, he didn't tell us what he wrote so that he could so that he could inspire sermons and teachings so what's your question what's your question tonight what have you read in the bible what have you heard in a sermon that you'd like to get a better understanding on the number is 1-888-995-5552 that's 1-888-995-5552 and we're going to get to our phone calls in just a few minutes so jeremiah francis please keep holding and we'll get to your calls, we'll get to your prayer requests. But I also want to remind you that we get together on Friday nights. Uh, we weren't together last night because we were with the family after the funeral. But uh, we get together on Friday nights for prayer and for worship. So if you'd like to come out and pray and worship with us and just study God's Word, 
we'd love to have you come out to LA Gypsy Church. We're at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So on Friday night, you know, I know it's a week away. And it's tough to remember after a week of of not hearing it, but, but but hopefully, you know, maybe you can make a note. Maybe you can make put an alarm on your on your on your smartphone or mark it on your calendar. Do something to remind yourself that we're getting together every Friday night for prayer and for worship. So come out and pray with us, worship with us. We'd love for you to visit. We'd love for you to come and become a part of the of the of the of the, of the study. You know, we're going through. First uh, Corinthians right now, and you know uh, we have time on Friday nights to go through the whole study, the, the entire chapter. You know what I share with you here on, on on Saturday nights. It's partial. It's not the whole teaching. You know we get to do whatever we can uh, while we're here, but most of the time I run out of time and can't give you the whole teaching. So come out and receive the whole teaching, the the whole inspired you know the Word of God for that chapter. Because we're doing it chapter by chapter, verse by verse, you know, expository teaching and preaching uh, on Friday nights. So come out and be a part of the Friday night prayer meeting, worship meeting, and Bible study. It's at 8 o'clock Friday nights. That's 8 p.m. every every Friday evening at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Just get off the 210 freeway on uh, Santa Anita. And go north one block to Foothill, uh, make a right, go one more block to First Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us uh, down the street on the corner of Forest and First Avenue. Uh, It's 805 North First Avenue. Come out on Friday nights, and then Sunday mornings, Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor at the Hills Church there at the same address for a Sunday morning uh, service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you out there. Also, Remember that this program is uh, is on podcast. You can uh, uh, revisit uh, uh, previous programs or catch up on programs you've missed. Just go to kkla.com and you'll uh, see the podcast page and you'll see us once you get on the podcast page. Tell a friend. Tell somebody about the, tell, tell somebody about the Gypsy Christian Hour and the podcast page. But in order to do that, you also have to download the KKLA app for your smartphone. So why don't you... Download the free KKLA app, and you'll be able to hear the podcast. You'll be able to hear uh, what's going on on uh, live, whatever sh- whatever program is on. Uh, you'll be able to hear it on your smartphone, on your iPad. Uh, so download the free KKLA app and keep up with what's going on at KKLA. And with that, we're going to go to our phone lines, but don't forget the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight eight eight. Nine nine five, five 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 two. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a Bible question, something about uh, Christianity, uh, how about the the cults, the occult, doctrine, theology, world religions, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question you have, call in tonight. We'd love to have the opportunity to search God's Word for the answer to your question. It's one eight 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 nine nine five five five. Five two. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Francis. Hi, Francis. You're you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Uh, yes. Hi, I'm Francis from Monterey Park, and you, you know I, I just got your station, but I do. I'm born again Christian. I'm 81. My husband was 85, and he wanted to pass away at home, and uh, he passed away at home two months ago. And I and I have to move now. My son wants me because I'm older mm-hmm. to live up towards him in another side of the city, uh-huh. and it's, it's hurting me, and I'm grieving. And when I heard your story, it brought it all back again because it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. I'm and I'm I'm a Christian. I'm born again, and I've been born again. So is my husband. And when he died, I seen the glorified body. I mean, he died near me, and I kept taking care of him all night. And the nurses came and go, and I saw him young, a young young man. Yes, yes. And I was so grateful to see this, but I'm having a hard time dealing with my grieving. Because my son is saying, Mom, you can't be alone now. you got to come and live with a family up on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's a Christian boy, and he's a Christian man. Right. And I'm sitting here, and I put the tree up, and I said, Jack, you, he was such a good Christian man. And I prayed and prayed. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I've been in ministries myself, and the Lord brought us together at our old age. And it was just a unconditional love because they took care of him while he was sick. And I do other things. And I met him 
about nine, ten years ago, and he's a veteran, and I helped him with all the stuff that he needed help with, mm -hmm. and I got him what he needed to get, and then, you know, we've been married, and uh, so I just feel that uh, I, I don't know if I can handle this move suddenly, but my son doesn't want me to struggle, and then and, uh, and I remember in, um, in the time of Jesus when he's on the cross, and he looked to his apostles and said, John, behold thy mother. Right. He doesn't want me to be having to struggle. Right, he doesn't he want, want you alone. Sure. No, and but he Francis wants me like, to bring him. And I, I'm so grateful mm -hmm. to the Lord that yeah. I have such a beautiful Christian family. But when you get said your side of the story, you know, yeah. do you I, have, I felt it again. And I said, oh, my God, I do need prayer for the strength to move away from the city that I grew up in, mm -hmm. that I'm part of the community, I'm part of the churches, and right. I do things. But then I, I said, the Lord must have something new for me. Because I'm still 81. I'm a young 81, they tell me. Mm -hmm. But he wants me up with him. Well, and, you know, and, yeah. and I just, it's, it's this empty feeling that to 81 to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? It's, so, sure. well, it's not easy. But I know he says he'll never leave me or forsake me. Well, and the one scripture that he and I clapped to was Psalms 90 and 91. He mm -hmm. loved 91. You know, he loved that Psalms 91. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was able to give him a, a Christian burial. And then financially, we couldn't do his other parts. So he was a veteran. So he's buried in a national cemetery at the Riverside. And it was such a beautiful um, service. They even saluted me as, as uh, his veteran representative. Okay. And I well, felt such a pleasure to serve God in him. But I just need prayers for well, strength to make this move. Well, let's pray right now. And I'll just remind you of the scripture I wrote, I read earlier, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven and 12. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. It says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Hmm. So, Francis, God does have a plan for you. Even at 81 years old, he has a plan for you to bless you, to use you for his purpose, yes. for his glory. And as hard as this move might be, you know, it could be something that the Lord has in store for you that's even better. So, Father, I just pray right now for Francis, Lord. Lord, I pray for her as she mourns the loss of her of her friend, of her husband, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would take her through the grieving process, Lord, and just be with her and comfort her and give her the peace, Lord, and the knowledge, Lord, that you're with her, that you've never left her, that you've, you're always yeah. beside her and carrying her, Lord, and that you will do the best for her, Lord. And if this move is part of your plan for her, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would make it easy and that you would make it, Father, do it in a way, Lord, that, that astounds everyone, Lord. Make it so easy, Lord, and so so affordable, and, and, and just let the pieces fall in place, Lord, that, you, that your desire, Lord, would be done in her life, that your plan would be fulfilled for Francis, Lord, that you would bless her, Lord, in her new place, and that you would use her for your glory, for your purpose, Lord, and that through her testimony, others would know who you are and come to know you as their Lord and Savior, as Francis knows you as her Lord and Savior. So I Thank just you. pray your perfect you. will be accomplished, Father. Yes. Lord, that you would take away the pain and the hurt and replace it with your joy, your peace, and, 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 and all that you desire to give her. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank and praise I, you. I know. Um, Amen. I just want to say you know, one thing. that I did cry out to the Lord because the nurses would leave, and then he got so ill, I had to pick him up. I'm kind of weak myself, mm. my elder. And I had to hold him, and I said, Lord, help me, help me. And I could feel the Lord just make him sit up. And he was able to take his pills and swallow them, you yeah. know, at home. We took care of him till the day he died at home. Well, he died right at home. Francis, and, um, yeah. It was a blessing. Amen. A blessing. Well, the Lord comfort you and give you his grace and mercy. Thank you. And make it, you, make, it, make, make it possible for his will to be done in your life. Thank you for calling tonight. Thank you. God Thank bless you, you, Francis. Thank you. God bless your program. Bye. Thank you. Let's go to our next caller, and let's talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the air. How can we be of help tonight? Well, my son asked me a question that I couldn't answer. Uh -huh. I asked others, and they didn't know. His question was, did Jesus have a soul? Did Jesus have a soul? Well, you know, Jesus was unlike any other person who ever lived upon this earth. Right. Okay? Jesus was 100% man and 100% God at the same time. 
he was the God-man. He was the Anthropus, the God-man. And uh, he had every attribute of, of God and every attribute of, of, of man at the same time. So that's a very unique and unusual uh, 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 person to be. I mean, he, ha- he was 100% man and 100% God at the same time. So I would say as God, he is spirit. You know, Jesus said the Father is spirit, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So God, the spirit God, took on flesh and came to this earth. You understand what I'm saying? God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him. He's, he's not a uh, physical in his essence. He's not physical. He takes on physicality when we see him in the Old Testament uh, as, a, as, a theo- as a theophany in the burning bush or, or uh, as the angel of the Lord. Uh, he takes on uh, physicality. He is not physical. He's not uh, uh, the way we are with, 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 with bodies. But when he came to this earth, he took on a body. And he took on all the attributes of a, of, a, of a human being. He was hungry, he was thirsty, he got tired, he needed to sleep, he needed to eat. Uh, so I would say, as so I would say, as as uh, uh, Christ the man, he had a soul, okay. But as God the man, he was spirit. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So it's but, not but, either or, it's both. But did he have a soul then? Well, th- I believe that Jesus, as a human being, had a soul. But what would be the, the reason for the question? Well, what would be the reason for the soul? Well, he, he, was, he was, you know, we're, we, we consist as human beings, we consist as, as body, spirit, and soul. Okay? And it says that when Jesus died on the cross, he gave up his spirit. It says, he, you, uh, if, I could, if I could find it quickly, I probably can't, but it says that when he, he cried out his last and he gave up his spirit, and, he sa- and his spirit went to God. And his spirit is his soul? Well, we are body, spirit, or we're body, soul, and spirit. We are a, a trichotomy, the, uh, it's called. Uh, there are three parts to the human, to being human. We are body, spirit, and soul. The Bible tells us that in many, many, many places. Okay, so you said. And some people say that the spirit and the soul are the same. You know what I mean? Okay, so then you said he gave up his spirit. Mm -hmm. Did he give up his soul? No, he doesn't. Nobody, you don't give up your soul. The soul goes back to God. The The soul goes to heaven. Our spirit and soul. You know, I believe that I believe that I believe it this way. And I, I don't have scriptural backing. This is my own opinion. This is not the Bible. That when when God breathed into Adam's nostrils, He breathed into him the spirit of life. Okay, and I believe that that spirit of life is what connects our body and our soul together. What keeps our body and soul in one place. And when God takes the spirit of life away, when God allows the body to die. That spirit is taken away, and the soul can leave the body and enters into uh, uh, God's kingdom. Do you understand what I'm saying, Elizabeth? I think so. So, so when Jesus gave up his spirit, his soul left his body, and it, he it, it, it allowed him allowed the soul to leave. It, ex- it allowed his soul to leave to actually leave his body. It says it, uh, at the crucifixion. That you know, he he cried out with a loud voice, and he let. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, if we go to the crucifixion, and well, I could. I mean, I I I I, I believe that. I understand that. It was just that I don't know why he asked. He just asked me. Yeah. The, did he have a soul? And I I wasn't. Well, we have to remember something. Jesus was not an ordinary man. He was the God Man. He was God incarnate. He was. That, you know he was he was a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man at the same time and it says look at this in matthew twenty seven fifty is and Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit so right at that moment Jesus' spirit his soul left the body 
and he went to he he, he left he, he left his body and he you know he he went back to the father because he, his spirit had because gone. his spirit had had the spirit bond was broken now he yielded up his spirit and his soul left the body but that soul you know was not an ordinary soul like you and me human he was he is god you know jesus christ is the second person of the trinity you know he is just as much god as god the father is god and god the holy spirit is god right and he wasn't but you should ask your he wasn't he wasn't uh yeah you should ask your son you know always been yeah you should ask your son, you know, why does he ask that question? Why is that question uh, important to him? What makes him think of that? Uh, does it make him think that Jesus is more of a man or that Jesus wasn't God? You know, try and get to the reason for the question, uh, I think, would be uh, uh, good for you and for him to talk about. Okay. Okay, Elizabeth? All right. All right. Thanks Thank for your call. Good question, by the way. Great, great question. Uh, you should, you know, let your, let your son know he's, he's, he's really thinking uh, – Interesting questions of the Lord, and I, I would I would encourage that. Okay. All right. God bless. Bye bye. Let's go back to our phone lines and let's talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the air. How can we help tonight? Hey, Sammy. How are you guys doing? I'm sorry about your loss. Thank you. Thank you. We're doing okay. Let me ask you something real quick. Uh, was Valerie Safka's daughter? Yes, Valerie was is Safka's daughter. Well, I'm very sorry oldest. about that. And Valerie is I his oldest daughter. Yeah. May God and may she be in, and I know she's in heaven with God. Amen. 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 Okay, Samuel. Okay, well, if you could pray for Nancy, she's back in the hospital again. Lonnie's wife, she's very bad. Uh, she almost died. Uh, she's very bad. She had heart breathing again. I don't know. Her heart is making water. She's mm. always back in the hospital right. so much. Okay, let's pray right now. Well, we just pray for Nancy. I just pray for Nancy, that your blessing would be upon her, that your perfect will would be accomplished for her, Lord, that your healing would be upon her, Lord, and that her heart would function and normally, Mugodel, with the full strength, Lord, and power, Mugodel, of a mighty and awesome God. I pray for, for Lani, Mugodel, I know, Lord, that he trusts you and that his faith is in you, Mugodel, and that you're, Lord, that, you, that, 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 that you're the, the, the author and finisher of a good work, Mugodel. And I pray for the good work for Nancy's healing, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be done, Lord, and that she would be blessed. From the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, Jeremiah. Uh, Sammy, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, so what, let me ask you. Okay, so we're not have. Are, are you having it? Are you having a service on Christmas Eve or no? No, ha- we're hoping. Hopefully, we'll be having a service on December the twenty second, which is on a Friday night. It's the Friday before Christmas. Friday before Christmas, right? What's that? Uh, so the Friday before Christmas. Yeah, the right? Friday before Christmas. We're, it's a Friday night, December twenty second. We're trying to make plans and see how. About, I'm very sorry about your sister in law, Valerie. Thank you. God bless you, Jeremiah. I'm sorry about that. God bless you. Thanks for Are the. Are you co- related to Safka, Sammy? Uh, by marriage, I'm married to to J C. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you're not well, related he, by blood, right? Well, his he, he, my Safka and my mom were first cousins. So Safka. So your mother and Safka are first cousins. They are first cousins. My her. Okay, no, I'm so, just asking. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. Safka, Safka's father and my grandfather were brothers. So, well, okay. What could you say? You know, what I mean, but God bless you anyway, and I'll pray Thank for you. Safka anyway. You know, please know keep the family in prayer. Three kids. It's a shame. Keep him in, in Sydney in prayer. Thank you, okay, Jeremiah. Thank you. God bless. God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight. If you have a prayer request or if you have a question about the Bible, you can call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know, Jeremiah mentioned uh, the service that we're planning for December the twenty second, and we're hoping to have a service. Uh, we're seeing. We're trying to make plans for that. So uh, stay tuned in. And we'll let you know uh, how that works out. But uh, 
December the 22nd is on a Friday. We're hoping to uh, to plan a service of baptism, see how that works out, see what the Lord has in store for us there. Uh, please keep it in prayer. Let's go back to the next caller, and we will talk to Martha. Hi, Martha. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yes. Um, I'm having difficulty with this move that I was going to make, so I wanted to pray again. Let it go smoothly, and that there's healing for everybody all around. Amen. Father, I thank you for Martha. I thank you for her desire to serve you, Lord, and to just seek you out in prayer, Lord. So I pray for this move, Lord, about this move, that your perfect will would be accomplished for Martha, Lord. That whatever is your desire, Lord, whatever, wherever you would have her go, whatever you would have her do, Lord, would be accomplished through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that you would fill her with wisdom, Fill her, Lord, with the vision and the, and the insight, Lord, of, of what you desire her to do. So I just pray for, for this move, Lord, that you would provide for every need. And I pray, Lord, your healing upon the sick, Lord. I pray your healing upon everyone who needs your, the touch of your holy hand, Father. So I just pray, Lord, that you would reach out and heal, that you would reach out and prosper, that you would reach out and give peace and give grace and give mercy, give wisdom, Lord, to those who are in need. You said, Father, that we would find you when we search for you with all our heart. So I pray that those who are seeking, Lord, your blessing would find not only the blessing, but the blesser. That we would find you, Lord. That we would meet up with you, Lord, in your presence. Not just desiring what comes from your hand, but desiring, Lord, to be in fellowship with you and give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Martha. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Larry. Hi, Larry. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I wanted to, uh, first of all, thank you guys for doing what you do for the world we live in. And I had a prayer request. Okay. And what is, uh, Larry, you need to shut off your radio. Because of the 10-second delay, it's hard to talk to you and hear the radio in the background. So please shut off your radio, and we'll be able to talk and pray and just seek the Lord. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so what is your prayer request? The prayer request is for the things that are going on in the world. It's very dangerous, very dangerous time for people to be here. I have children, and I'm just praying for the the understanding and the blessings that God has given us for the people who follow Christ. I pray that uh, we can use that that energy and uh, kind of get ourselves to the, the understanding that the second coming is almost here, so we need to prepare ourselves. Amen. Well, Father, I just pray, as Larry was speaking, Lord, I, I thought of, Lord, how you you are the God of this world. You are the God who created this world. You are the God who created all of us, Lord. But there's an evil one, Lord, who seeks to, to do evil upon your people. And I just pray, Lord, that you would keep us and protect us, Lord, Lord, there's so much danger in this world. There's so much evil in this world, Father. I just pray, Lord, that your protection would be upon your children and that your perfect will would be done. Lord, as, the, as Jesus taught us to pray, he taught us to pray that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, that you would keep us from temptation, Lord, that you would protect us from the evil one and that you would do all that you desire to do, Lord, for your glory, for your honor, and that your name would be praised, Lord. Lord, I pray that your perfect will would be accomplished in each and every one of our lives, in all of our family, in all of our children, Lord. Lord, but I pray, Lord, your protection. As the days draw near for your return, so shall evil, Lord, be more evident and more uh, at work in the world. But you told us, be in the world, but be not of the world. So I pray, Lord, that we would be a testimony, Lord, that we would be the light and the salt that you created us to be that you brought us into this life with you to be, Lord, that we would be those who lead more and more to your to your cross, the cross of grace, the cross of mercy. So I pray, Lord, as Larry was asking for protection, Lord, for everyone in this world, Lord, to, that, 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 that they would come to know you and that they would come to know the loving grace and mercy of an awesome and mighty God. So I just pray your protection. And I pray your perfect will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God Thank bless you, you my much. brother. God Thank bless you too, man. Have a great night. And uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, praise the Lord. We're a little more than, than, than halfway through the program. And if you've got a, a, a prayer request, if you've got a question you want to get to, if there's something you want to talk about, I encourage you to call in at one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. And again, please uh, keep the Parker family in your prayers. Uh, Angelo and uh, Denise, Nicole, their husbands, uh, Joey and, and Sean, uh, their children, uh, Bell, I'm sorry, Bell, Allison, and Noah, and also Daniel Parker, uh, Valerie's son. So please keep the family in prayer that their God's peace and, and uh, mercy and comfort would be upon them. You know, we were uh, talking last week uh, about First Corinthians, the third chapter, and we wanted to go back and kind of go over the third chapter with you because we didn't get a chance to finish it last week. Didn't get a chance to go very far in it at all. But Paul is talking to the Corinthians. And Corinthians is one of the most corrective letters that that, that Paul wrote. He's correcting things that are going on in the church that really shouldn't be going on. There's quarrels, there's divisions, uh, there's uh, uh, divisions, like I said, of, of, of some following Apollos, some following Paul, some following Peter. And and. Paul is correcting them to say, you know, who is Paul? Who is Apollos? Who is, who is Peter? We're just mere men, as, as we're going to see. But he's speaking to them in a way that, that, that he shouldn't have to be speaking to them. He says that, I could not speak to you as spiritual men. What a, a, what a, what a put-down that is. Here they are. They're at least two years old in the Lord. At least two years old. I don't know. I know Paul spent uh, 18 months with them while he was there in Corinth. And he got this letter uh, while he was in He got the word. He wrote this letter, I should say, from a city called Ephesus, which is across the sea from from Corinth. Uh, Paul was in uh, uh, the region of Galatia or modern-day Turkey. And here Corinth is in, is in Greece. So it, it took a while for him to get there, and who knows how long it took before he heard back or heard word from, from the, about the Corinthian church. So it's at least 18 months to two years since the work began in Corinth, and here they are, they're still babes in Christ, they're not spiritual men. He says, I, I couldn't speak to you as spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, as to infants in Christ. He said, I gave you milk to drink, not salt food. He's saying that when I came to you, I, had to, I, I gave you milk. You know, I, I didn't come to you with, with fancy words. We read that in the previous chapter. I didn't come to you with eloquent language or fancy words. I didn't come to you speaking of doctrine and, and commandments. I came to you giving you the, the milk of the word, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He says, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not yet able to receive it. You know, but I saw this this phrase that he, he, I could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as men of flesh. And I looked at the word men of flesh, and it's sarkinos. And the meaning is weakness. They were weak. They weren't strong yet. They weren't mature yet. They really weren't usable yet. They're so, so uh, stuck in, 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 in where they're at. Babes in the Lord. Immature. You know, when Paul first came to them in Corinth, he knew that they were fleshly. He knew that they were in the world because Corinth was a, a very lustful, a very worldly type of place to live in. It was like you know, modern-day Las Vegas or something like that. Very sinful city. And th- these people had no interest in spiritual things. So Paul gave them, you know, he gave them milk. He gave them the simplest message he could. But that simple message was powerful. It was Christ crucified. Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross. You know, that we're sinners and we're all in need of a, salva- of a Savior. We need salvation. He knew they weren't in a place or in a condition to receive, you know, instruction about, about commandments and about doctrines. And they're still not in a place where they can receive uh, uh, doctrine, where they can receive commandments. 
He needs to talk to them as fleshly men, as unspiritual men. Even after at least 18 months of being with the Lord, of being Christians. So he goes on. Uh, he says, for you are still, still, well, before we do that, let's, we, we have another caller. and uh, We're going to talk to Mark for just a second. Hi, Mark, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, I, I, I thought about, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I thought about the ideal of the spirit and the body and all that stuff. Um, and I'm not know know a lot, but I, I was thinking Jesus went and received the Holy Spirit with John the Baptist. Uh-huh. And, and though as a man, he had a soul. He did receive the Holy Spirit and he gave it up at the end. And I was thinking that maybe us, we got a soul when we receive the Holy Spirit, and that then they will give up the Holy Spirit too, because the Spirit will leave us. But kind of, you think that something there? I don't know. I'm just just thinking. That's all. Well, I appreciate your 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 thoughts, and it's it's very good that you're you know that you're searching the Lord for for answers. But we are when we are created, we're created as human beings, and as human beings, we are trifold. We're we're human in the sense that we have a body. And within that body, we have a soul. And I believe the spirit, you know, it's not the Holy Spirit that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the spirit of life. Because when, 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 when God created Adam, he created him from the dust of the earth. And that, that, that body, even though it was a body, there was no life there until God breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, it tells us in Genesis. And when God breathed in his nostrils, he became alive. And I believe he... He, he breathed into him the spirit of life, which, which gave Adam the ability to live, that, that body oh, okay. to become animate. But yeah. within, that, within that body, there is also a soul. And this, our soul is our consciousness, our thinking, our, 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 our ability uh, to, to love and think. And, and, and just, just, just to, 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 you know, it's the inside, it's the inner man, I should say. The wow. soul is yeah, the inner. The, the soul is the inner man, the body is the outer man, and the spirit of life is what keeps those two together. And then, wow. when we die, I believe that God removes the spirit of life and allows our soul to leave the body. That's just my wow. opinion. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I, I mean, I can imagine that kid, that kid. Uh, I can imagine. You know, I think a lot of us think about those things, but well, that's pretty. That's really. Amazing what you said. So, so the Holy Spirit um, that we receive does it go? I guess it goes. Um, the, well, the Holy Spirit is God. It's God. He is God, the Holy Spirit, us, right. and He comes and lives within us. He says, "I will give you my Spirit." You know, Jesus said, "I will send you the Comforter." You know, okay. the Holy Spirit is not part of man's uh, anatomy or or, or no man's way. humanness or, or no he is yeah. he is someone who comes and indwells within us to guide us lead us teach us to comfort us to be a part of our lives to give us the power of God to do uh, God's will in our life so yeah. he yeah. is God's blessing to us he is God's gift to us he is part of our life when we give ourselves to God yes, we we receive Thank the Holy you. Spirit. Yeah, thank you very much. And then I, I, could, I don't mean, I, could I just ask for a prayer because um, I, I, all my life I've been a mess with girls and not living right and stuff. And um, I, mean, I'm, I got this girlfriend now, and I, I don't want to make no mistakes. Oh. I, my, 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 I, I'm struggling with um, uh, with things I struggled with all my life, my, my way as I used to think. Uh, and I know it's not the God God's word, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I'm trying to fight a fight, uh, a good fight. And, and um, but that's if that if that's I'll leave with that. I, if everybody, I know there's a lot of Christians up in the room. If you guys pray for me, I sure appreciate it. I, well, Mark, I'd, I'd love to pray. I'd love to pray with you, and I, and I want to encourage you, Mark. You know, all men struggle with 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 stuff. You know, we all have baggage, yes, and I encourage you that. You're you're looking you're looking in the right place. You're looking for the Lord. You're looking for the Lord's blessing, but also get involved with other guys. You know, get involved with a men's group. Get involved with with with, with a study group. Get involved with an accountability group. You know, of other men that you can you can share with and that can support you and and pray with you. 
you know, people that you can be in contact with, that you can trust. Reach out to your pastor. You know, reach out to uh, uh, New Life Ministries. They have uh, groups all over the county, all over Orange County and and Los Angeles County, where they can plug you in. Because every man's battle, you know, every man's battle is truly yeah. literal. It is every man's battle, and this is something we all deal with. I encourage you. You can come out to Pasadena uh, every every first Monday. Uh, we get together with Frank Sontag. You hear him here on KKLA at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. He has the first steps meeting uh, that we just get together and pray as men. We pray for our families, for for our wives, for our children. And it's a great place to start. It's the First Steps group uh, in Pasadena every uh, uh, first Monday of the month. And then also there's the men's gatherings that Frank puts on every six months. The next one I think is going to be out. Uh, well, I'm not going to say where it is until I'll let him uh, make that announcement. But uh, it's going to be, I, I believe it's going to be early next year. So I encourage you yes. to get plugged in, man. Get plugged into Thank a you. men's group. So, Father, I just pray for Mark Lord and his girlfriend. I just pray, Lord, your blessing upon them, Father, that you would have uh, your abundant Holy Spirit to be to fill them, Lord, to lead them, to guide them. Lord, I pray for Mark especially, Lord. Lord, he doesn't want to make any mistakes, Lord. We're human, we make mistakes, and we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. Lord, you're the God of second and third and fourth chances. But, Lord, he doesn't want to mess up. He doesn't want to bring into this relationship anything else but your purity, your holiness, your grace, your mercy in his life. So I just pray, Lord, your abundant blessing upon him, Lord. Give him the inspiration, Lord, to deal with whatever he needs to deal with, Lord. Lord, that he would just bring it to you, Lord, and that you would just give him strength and power, Lord, to to be forgiven, to overcome, and to get his life right, Lord, to be open and transparent, to be a man of honor and integrity, Lord. So I just pray in Jesus' name. Your blessing upon Mark and his relationship with his girlfriend in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless you, my friend. Thanks for your call. Thank you very much. Good night. Well, praise the Lord. Let's let's go on in the study. You know, I was talking about the 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 the, the uh, condition of the Corinthian church and how there were still quarrels and petty arguments among them, and, and Paul uh, says. That uh, for since there is jealousy and strife among you, you're not flesh. You are you not fleshly, and are you not walking like mere men? You know we're not to walk like mere men. We're, we're he's called us to be conquerors and victors. He's called us to be to be above uh, uh, pettiness and and and, and 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 divisions and quarrels and arguments. He's called us to live in peace with each other. He's called us to live in unity. With each other, he's called us to live under the the doctrines and commandments and statutes of Almighty God. And he says, "For one of you say I am of Paul, and another says I am of Paulus. And are you not mere men?" He says, "There's jealousy and strife among you." So I looked it up a little bit, and uh, uh, the definition of strife is bitter and sometimes violent conflict or dissension, political strife, an act of contention, a fight. Uh, an ongoing struggle. So if there's strife among them, why is there strife? Why should there be strife among them, especially in a church? What are you trying to gain? What are you trying to do, Paul's saying? You know, knock it off, really is what he's saying. Knock it off. Grow up. Be men of God. They're still spiritually immature. They're immature. They're not usable. You know, Paul is telling him, you know, who's Apollos? Who's Paul? We're servants through whom you believed, even as the Lord gave opportunity to each one. You know, the only thing special about Paul or Apollos is that God chose them, chose to use them. You know, don't look at men and their abilities. Don't look at men and their gifts. Look at the God who gave them those abilities. Look at God who gave them those gifts to be used among people. It's God who's doing the work. It's God who's, who's bringing the blessing, not the men. You know, men are, 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 are simple, mere men who've been chosen by God to do special things. Man is not special. God is awesome, who uses ordinary men to do extraordinary things. You know, God doesn't choose the man because he's qualified, because he's got gifts. You know, God doesn't call the qualified God qualifies the called or the chosen. He doesn't choose you. He doesn't choose you because you have gifts or you have abilities. He chooses you because he chose to use you in a special way. 
And then he gives you the ability. Like I said, God doesn't choose the qualified. God qualifies the chosen. Don't look at the man. Look at the God who's using the man. And that's what the Corinthian church was making the mistake about. They were looking at men instead of God. You know, these men were used by God to do a good work. But it's always God who's doing the, the, who's always causing the results, who's causing the blessing. So Paul, Paul says, so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. And you know what he's saying is no one receives glory. No one's to receive glory. No one's to receive any, any glory for good works because only God is worthy of the glory. Only God is worthy of the praise. And he says, now, he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. You know, God will reward his servants. Not man. We will not receive our reward from man. And if you, if you are, how can I say this, foolish enough to look for your reward from man, if you're serving God and you're looking for the pat on the back, you're looking for the validation from man, you're looking for, for man's approval or man's acceptance, it's foolishness. Because that's all you'll get. That's all you'll get and then it's done. And that and man's acceptance lasts for a day, a week, an hour, whatever. But God's acceptance will be forever, eternal. So don't look for your for your reward from man. Look for God's approval. Look to please God. It says in verse ten, according to the grace of God which was given to me like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it, but each man must be careful how he builds on it. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. You know, when, when, when men of God, pastors, preachers, teachers build, they need to build on what has already been laid down, build on a foundation, a foundation that is Jesus Christ. There is no other, there is no better foundation. It's only the, the, the foundation of Jesus Christ is the only one worth building on. Because he is the only one that will last. Any other foundation is, is weak. Any other foundation will, will, will crumble under pressure. It is only the foundation of Jesus Christ. What did Paul say? I, I, I decided, I determined to know nothing among you except Christ and Christ crucified. That was his message. And that should be our message. It says now in the 12th verse, If any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones. Now, why does he mention gold, silver, precious stones? These are works of value. Gold is valuable. Silver is valuable. Precious stones are valuable. These are works of value done for the glory of God. But then it says there's wood, hay, and straw. These were works of no value. What is wood worth, straw, and hay compared to gold, silver, and precious stones? These were works of no value. They're worthless. They're done for others to see. They were done for the pat on the back. They were done for the acceptance of man, the validation of man, to impress other men. It says, each man's work will become evident, for the day will show it, because it is to be revealed with fire. And fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. Now remember that. Fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. Underline that word, work. All these works will be judged. Everything you do here on earth for the Lord, or in the Lord's name, will be judged, will be tested by fire, for, be tested by God for their motivation or why they were done. Why do you do what you do? You know, what is your motivation? Why are you preaching the gospel? Why are you sharing the gospel? Why are you doing the work, the good works that God has called you to do? Are you doing it for the glory of God? Are you doing it to 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 better to to for for people to see God's kingdom or for people to realize who God is? Or are you doing it just to show off what you know, to show off your abilities, your gifts? 
You know, when you stand up in church and sing or, or up in choir, are you singing unto the Lord or are you singing for other people to hear you? There's so much of that going on today. You know, and it's, uh, verse 14 says that uh, if any man's work which he has built on remains, it, it will, he will receive a reward. A man's work will be tested. And if, it's done for the, if his work is done for the glory of God, he'll receive a reward. And, you know, you could ask, well, what's the reward? Well, the, the reward we find in Scripture are, are crowns. You know, the crown of, of, of righteousness or the crown of life, the crown of glory. You know, there's, there's, there's different crowns. If you want references, there's 1 Corinthians 9, 25, 1 Thessalonians 2, 19, 2 Timothy 4, 8, uh, James 1, 12. You know, look up these Scriptures, 1 Peter 5, 4, then there's Revelation 2, 10, 3, 11, 4, uh, 4.4 and 4.10. These mentions all the different types of crowns or rewards that man might receive for the works he does here on earth. If any man's work, how about this? If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet as to fire. You know, if a work is done only for the praise of men, then that work is worthless. It will be burned up and is not deserving of a reward. You know, another aspect of this scripture is that uh, people who are uh, involved in one saved, always saved, they use this scripture like, you see, you see, look, a, 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 a man will be tested, but he'll be saved anyway. It's talking about carnal Christians. Well, that's not true. Remember I told you, underline the word work. The work is what's tested. It says, uh, the, 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 for each man's work will become Evident, for the day will show it, because it will be revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. The work will be tested. Not the man's salvation. You know, they talk about carnal Christians, that even carnal Christians are going to heaven. Really? Those two words cancel each other out. How can you be a Christian and be carnal at the same time? No, this is not talking about one saved, always saved. This is not talking about your salvation. It's talking about your works. The works will be tested. And what it's saying is that a Christian can end up going to heaven without any rewards. Your, your work will be tested. And if, you did, if you've done your work here on earth for man's acceptance and, and man's approval, then you're going to end up in heaven without any work. It's not test. It's not talking about your salvation, whether or not you're saved. You know, a man's work will be tested. It's not talking about how a Christian lives his life, but how he works here on earth as unto the Lord. Carnal Christians are two words that can't can't cancel each other out. Carnal Christian, no such thing. It says, "Do you not know you're a temple of God? We are a temple of the Holy Spirit." We're the temple of God. Let that temple be built on a firm foundation, the foundation of Jesus Christ, His love, His mercy, His grace. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. You know, whether you work at your job or you're doing something at a house or you're preaching in church, do it unto the Lord. Not for man's approval, but for God's approval. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. I pray God's blessing upon you. I hope you'll keep Angelo and and the family in your prayers for comfort and grace and peace. As the Lord leads you, whoever you heard tonight on the radio, keep them in your prayers. And just be prayerful. Spend your time with the Lord. It's the best time you'll have to spend here on earth. It's the time we spend with the Lord. Well, I hope you'll spend some time with us this coming Friday and then come back and listen on Saturday night, midnight. We'll be here, God willing. God bless you and good night. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.